I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, luminary. John Denman. John Denman. All right, welcome to this week's episode of Drink of Ages radio show on ESPN 97.5. I am John Denman. I'm Tom Painter. I'm back. And he's back. <laughs> he's back. Uh... As a matter of fact, yeah, you are back. Last week was kind of funny. We, we won't talk about it. It's a whole but, Cinco uh, de Mayo thing. Cinco de Mayo really, <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. You missed a, you missed a fun show. Photon Mechanics killed it. Yeah, man, it was I, I, I watched it on YouTube. I, like, I, I wish I was here. It looks like beers were being had, and, and Brock had stories to tell. Apparently about a love of margaritas and margarita trucks running around his neighborhood. It was, it, it was a good watch and a good listen. If you haven't, if you haven't listened or watched to it, uh, Go hit up the channel. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Drink exactly. of Ages. Exactly. Watch some of the videos that uh, actually see what we're doing and what we're drinking, which, uh, honestly, this is probably the first time we started a show without a full beer. That's a problem, John. It, it is. Uh, let me introduce everybody tonight. <laughs> Our music guest is the Journey Agents. If you guys are ready for some good baby-making funk music, man, just get ready. Stay tuned because it's going to happen. And from Baba Brewhouse, Marcus Wonderly. Cheers, guys. Pleasure to be back. Good to be good. Good to have you on, man. Uh, we've talked a few times. We got some things in the works. Uh, excited about. We can talk later in the show. But um, uh, I, I, this is. Might be the first time there, there in the in segment one that we're like, hey, Marcus, what, what did you bring with you? Because I honestly could use a beer now. That's a good thing because, John, I brought a cooler of beer. So I think, uh, well, I'm about done too. So you know what? Bottoms up, man. I kind of feel like we, we should have just went to the bar and got another pint before we started. But you do <sighs> have an ice chest full of beer. This will work what are you thinking? Um, pull a few out and see what's up? Let's do it. So Baba Brewhouse, located just on the west side of Houston. Uh, you basically you stop by No Label, have a few pints, then you go by Baba, have some more pints, and then you spend the night somewhere in Brookshire. There's some nice hotels out in Brookshire. Brand spanking new Holiday Inn. You'll wake up feeling refreshed and smart. It's a good place to be. It's good. So what what did you bring with you? So we brought a number of beers. So these are the releases from last weekend. Uh, I think we brought one, two, three, four, 16-ounce cans and one crawler. So a couple of fruited beers, number of fruited beers, and one hazy IPA. So really depends where you guys want to start. Well, we were at the hazy IPA. What were we drinking? That was uh, straight out of Brookshire. Straight out of Brookshire. I felt I felt it was very appropriate. You know, we, we, we don't have stomachs. many kegs down in downtown, so we figured, hey, straight out of Brookshire, we mean it, and that's where it came from. We're proud of it. So, yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, we're here at House of Blues, and went over when I saw him tap it. I was like, yeah, let me get a pint. And the first pint went down way too easy. Then the second pint kind of went down a little easier. And then you showed up, so the third pint went down. Oh. And then the I band didn't realize showed you were up. so deep. The fourth pint. <laughs> the 
fourth line went down. <laughs> and I was like, man, we really need to get the show started. That's good. Easy drinker, man. It's uh, what, 6.9% hazy IPA, Citra Galaxy, yeah, day, and Idaho 7. Whatever sessionable all it is anymore. So it's, it's quite sessionable for this style, actually. Well, well, John, we have a flight in 12 hours, so uh, uh, <laughs> we have a flight in less than 12 hours. <laughs> but, which means, um, uh, yeah, we probably won't be sober until we land in Maui. <laughs> <laughs> Preview of next week's show. Let's, uh, let's crack so what, open what the next hazy. Yeah. Yeah. Next hazy? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. DDH Bo Peep. This is, uh, again, 6.9% hazy all citra. Citra is a hop, you know, absolutely used a lot. For, you do the uh, honors, sir? I sure will. It, it just puts such a good flavor in hazy IPAs. Has anyone really brewed like a Hefeweizen or something using Citra? Uh, not that I know of. I wouldn't put it past anyone to do something like that, but uh, could be weird. I know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not a big, huge fan of Hefeweizen beers, but yeah, the... the you don't say. <laughs> bananas. <laughs> bananas. Bananas. Cheers, but, uh, boys. Cheers. Cheers. But yeah, it's a, such a great hop to add. I mean, IPAs, of course. You know, the hazy IPAs is, is probably one that's used the most. That's delicious. But um, I don't know. Does it really use in any... I mean, Pell-El some... But outside of that, you know, we use it for uh, we use it for uh, uh, any basically any IPA recipe. So whether it's uh, we don't do many West Coast IPAs, but it, we, it's it's happens from time to time. It happened today actually in the brewery, and I think we have one coming up. Uh, but yeah, uh, we have a really good IP- West Coast IPA coming up. IPAs, uh, I've I've seen frequent, or I guess uh, not frequent, but more recent use of uh, Citra and some hoppy lagers, which is kind of cool. I like where that's going. One thing that uh, I saw the other day that I actually sent it to the guys over at Smell Tap was the hop teas. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Delicious. Delicious? Awesome. I've never had any. They're amazing. They're very, very good. Very, I mean, very good. And if you're thinking about drinking something that's, that doesn't have alcohol in it, it doesn't taste like beer, but it kind of drinks like, like beer. Mm. So it's, they're quite nice. Well, I mean, you guys, you guys did a seltzer. I haven't tried it yet. Kind of wish you would have brought some because, yeah, I can understand why people like the seltzers. We brewed one yesterday, actually, so another one uh, be out in a couple weeks. So it's just a, about a 5% cherry seltzer. The previous one was a 4% uh, blueberry seltzer, and it was, uh, it was to die for, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys, no label, you... We, we have, have a seltzer. We have three seltzers on tap. Yeah? Yeah. They, uh, I mean, they're easy to make. Uh, people love to drink them. We have no plans at the moment to package them and put them in stores. Uh, just, but they exist in the tap room, and our, our brewers are having fun with it. They're, they're kind of leaning to the higher ABV side of mm-hmm. it, 5.9%. It's, a bit, it's kind of a hard style for a smaller brewery to conquer because there's a lot of things that happen in seltzer production that are not easy to tackle when you go to put them in cans. For instance, like the carbonation level is super yes. high in seltzers, which how the hell do you put that in a can? I don't I don't know. So we keep it kind of low. Or, you know, some of the off flavors you get with uh, just a normal seltzer fermentation, how do you do that without massive filtration systems? It's difficult. So it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of tank space. So for as cool and as easy and as cheap they are to make, the tank space doesn't really uh, uh, make up for that. 
well, you guys are like kind of hit your limit, right? We were just talking about it. It's like you can't brew the enough beer fast enough, right? So where do you go from there? Yeah, I mean, Baba, you guys, uh, you know, you're on Brookshire in kind of a little warehouse area, and you know, kind of a nice brew house, but you know, you started off a little small, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden, you you still have lines out the door for people. Every beer you make is selling out. Mm-hmm. So it's like, man, what do you do next? Well, we make more beer. And to do that, we lease more space. So uh, currently, we're in a 1,500 square foot warehouse that is 60% full of tanks. So our tap room is now extremely tiny. Outside? <laughs> in- indoors, we can, we can put about 35 people comfortably. Uh, and by comfortably, I mean you're jammed in there pretty good. Uh, we've just leased the building next door to us. So we can add more tanks. So we've got a couple of new 30 barrels coming. We're working on putting a new Ooh. walking cooler in. Uh, a lot of our tanks that are currently in what used to be the tap room are going to move to that space. And then, you know, eventually we add a canning line and it becomes a production space versus a, a warehouse. Fantastic. And then where do we go from there? Because that space is already planned out and that space effectively is gone already. So where do we go now? There's only four buildings out there. Well, as soon as, <laughs> as, soon as you build it, you're going to brew it, and then you'll be yeah. at capacity again. Sure. I mean, mm-hmm. th- there are some great pictures heading our way, though, of, of tanks going off trucks, which I'm always very excited to see. That's great. He'll, be, he'll, he'll put them in, and then it'll be like, they'll be like, all right, rain out space. Yeah, no, no. For <laughs> the, the, space, the space is conceptually already full. So this is an issue because in my mind it's already full, and we've already moved to the next building, which we don't even have a lease on yet. So where do we go? I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll figure it out when we get there. We just keep making more beer. Well, five years into it, you guys just celebrated your five-year anniversary, was it two weeks ago? Yeah, correct. Uh, five years of selling out. I mean, it just when, when you guys came out on the market, it, it, was, it, it was like a hurricane. You know, mm-hmm. Baba Brewhouse. And I saw that, like, not just in, like, Houston markets, but you saw, like, people talking about it on social media and other, like, Dallas and San Antonio and all the way up in, uh, like, St. Louis and different areas. People started trading your beers like crazy. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's still happening, and, and we appreciate all the enthusiasm behind the product because the amount of time and effort we put into that place, if we weren't getting that enthusiasm out of customers and out of different cities and out of uh, people who follow us, it would be rather disappointing, to be honest with you, because, I mean, I'm, I'm out there, I'm talking minimum 72 hours a week, just me, and there's, there's three of us out there. One guy does 40 to 50 hours, uh, I do what I do, my wife does what she does, and that's, that's the crew. Now, there's a taproom crew, and there's a canning day crew, and there's all these other things, but they're all volunteers slash temporary uh, or, or part-time employees, if you will. But there's three of us who are out there busting our ass day in, day out. And I don't really think we could work any harder. So if we didn't have those things happening in other markets or in our market, we would be disappointed. So to have a good product and to have the enthusiasm and to see the effort that goes into what we do, it's somewhat of a rewarding process, especially after five years. Yeah, it definitely makes you want to make more. Correct. (laughs) Correct. At this point, if we quit, it's because we choose to quit, not because people want us to. And that'd, yeah. be a, that'd be a poor decision, so we're just gonna not even oh, go there. Oh man, don't quit! <laughs> don't 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 no, quit these no. beers. They're they're way too good. Hell no! No, we're gonna keep going. Yeah, I mean th- this one right here. I mean, it's I said it's all easy. Citra. Yeah. 
this is a this is this is like a this is a lawnmower beer. You know, if, if you want to mow like this, you know, in waves, <laughs> you know, and, and all of a sudden you look and. You walk outside and the lawn says, I did it. You know, and just uh, you carve words and stuff. I mean, it's, it's, it's really good, man. No, thank you. Appreciate that. So, uh, honestly, so my, my wife, Kinga, is the, is the creative genius behind all of our label artwork. She is spectacular and she does, she does a lot of work and she spends so many hours on every single label. And as you guys know, maybe some people don't know, but every label that we put out is unique. So there's labels on the table here that are unique. They'll never be seen again by the public, ever. This is like everything is a one-off. We do 10 a month. So the amount of time she spends is, it's insane. It's remarkable. And the labels are like, they're top notch. Well, I mean, she's doing that. I mean, you guys have three kids and you're doing the brewing. Uh, she used to deliver all the beers to the pub. She used to. Yeah, she used to. <laughs> it was just... Uh, in her personal vehicle, by the way. In her personal... Uh, an FJ. In the FJ. Uh, we, we used to have FJ cruiser talks. <laughs> That's right. So, I, it is definitely a family business and one that if you've never been out there, just make the... I mean, you guys are open the weekends. You know, stop by and check it out. Uh, let's take a break. Let's get a pint. Well, actually, we don't even know if we need pints, man. We have all these cans in front of us. But yeah. better yet, let's listen to some Journey Agents. Let's do that. Let's and do it. And this is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5 here at House of Blues Houston. We will be back.
Happy fifth anniversary to Bobby and the gang at Back Pew Brewing up in Porter. Badass place to go and have some excellent pints. While you're there, try the anniversary beer, Rand, a Belgian golden strong ale fermented in fresh toasted oak barrels and bottle conditioned. Clocking in at a nice 9% ABV, this is one excellent beer. Also be on the lookout for Chola, a Mexican-style lager that is way too crushable, especially as temperatures are rising. Check it all out at backpewbrewing.com or stop by the sanctuary for some pints. Fresh off the canning line at True Anomaly is Go Flight with four packs available now. This is a hazy IPA through and through with loads of soft and juicy tropical fruit flavors contributed from the Mosaic, Citra, and Galaxy hops. If you're heading out to watch the Astros, Rockets, or Dynamo, stop by for a beer before the game. True Anomaly is walking distance from all the stadiums. Don't have a ticket? Come and watch the games in the tap room. Trivia every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. and DJ Cherry Like Bounce is there Thursdays to help bring in the weekend and get the new beer pouring strong. You can book the barrel room at True Anomaly for your next special event they can also accommodate business meetings and happy hours check out their website for a booking link trueanomalybrewing.com eureka heights has been making interesting and approachable and fun beer since 2016 if you like awards they got them how about two gold medals at the great american beer festival the largest beer competition in the united states the beers include flagships like buckle bunny cream ale one of my all-time favorites mini boss ipa to seasonals like neon moon belgian single plus launching soon Busy Pants Hard Seltzer. You can find their tasty beverages all across Houston or at the Tap Room located in the Heights. The Tap Room is currently open Thursday through Sunday and is probably jamming out to some Yacht Rock right now, keeping it smooth and mellow. Eureka Heights, grab some beers and some high fives. Valentin's Brewery is a small but growing family-owned nano brewery in Pearland, Texas, making award-winning beers in all different styles. Always something new to try on tap. Bring the family and the dogs while enjoying the spacious backyard while the new Tap Room is being built. If you're into the sour stuff, Valentin's is releasing two Berliners, a pear and an apple. These beers are like adult Gatorades. Make the short drive to Valentin's and try some award-winning, very tasty brews. Valentin's.com, V-A-L-L-E-N-S-O-N-S.com. You may have noticed there have been quite a few changes at No Label, and they are steadily pumping out tasty brews. With their new head brewer trailer bringing in his West Coast brewing skills, Taps have been flowing with lots of hoppy deliciousness like Cali Boy West Coast IPA. I'm real excited about what they're doing on the west side. Tap Room is open seven days a week, very family and dog friendly. Make the short trip to Katie and see what is happening at No Label. Follow them on social media for events and beer releases. No Label Brewing Company. Welcome back to the Team Rock Ages Radio. You're live from House of Blues, Houston. Uh, we're hanging out at the restaurant. I'm John Dimon, Tom Painter, DJ Muskratch. Back there, you just got finished listening to some badass music from the Journey Agents. And our guest this week, Marcus Wonderlay from Baba Brew House. It's like Drink of Ages mantra. It's like truly badass music and truly badass beer together at last again. It's like, a, it's like a lightning bolt just shot out of House of Blues or something. Yes, right into your b-hole. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> I think it's time to open up another beer. Yes. So what's up, Marcus? All right, so we went through Hazy's last segment. Uh, let's jump into the heart and soul of Baba Brew. So... Maybe new to you guys, but not new to us is like all these crazy ass fruity beers. 
Uh, where do we start? There's there's so many. Uh, there's four on the table. Let's start with the crowler. I think we start with the crowler. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. This, so this guy is. Uh, it's. I, I don't. I'm not even sure how to describe these. So if 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 people are not familiar with these, I don't. I don't really know how to describe them. Um, these beers are completely out of style for anything the normal beer drinker would ever even consider to be beer. Um, they are out there, style-wise, off the off the charts, uh, flavor-wise, out of control, thickness, like you can't even measure it. They are smoothie beers. They're insane. They're literally smoothie beers. So this yes. one, this one in particular, this is a crawler, and this is a dragon fruit and lychee. So it's hard to explain. Let's just crack it and see what's Let's up. Let's just crack it. Yeah. Crack it open and see what happens. It's a good plan. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a 32-ounce growler. This is a 750. These are a little bit smaller. 750. I think I just made a little mess for you guys. I'm sorry about that. So let's get you'll, – you'll see. So let's, let's just pour this guy. Oh, baby. She is thick. Mm. Now, these clock in about 55 to 7% alcohol, depends on the fruit blend. But these babies are thick, and there's Thank lots you. of cool stuff in them. It's good because I'm getting kind of hungry. <laughs> so, a little uh-huh. smoothie. I, I ordered some exactly. wings, <laughs> So, I can tell you what I get right up front on this is the, that, that flavor you're getting, to me, is, is the lychee. And if you're not sure what lychee is, you got to look it up. But it's um, it's a very unique little little fruit, and it has a lot of flavor. It's very sweet. It's very uh, unique. It makes really good ice cream. Yeah, and not many people actually had it. So many people, I'd say 99% of people, have never even heard of it, let alone know what it tastes like. So mm-hmm. this is kind of what it tastes like. A big. Smoothie, like I said, it's thick. It's smoothie. So, yeah. you know, the, the big, light, clean, crisp yeah, taste of whatever that beer is. Nope, this is not it. This is a fruit <laughs> blast, uh, almost like you just pulled it out of, out of your blender. Yeah, exactly. So it does have alcohol, and there is beer in there, I promise, but it is super thick. I mean, th- this one in particular, this is a – so the crawlers, crawlers are like our testing ground. We So we go from, like – concept to crawler and then to can so this is testing ground and uh this one will be going in the cans pretty soon because it's it's fire um we're very happy with this if you don't like lychee i'm sorry it's you're not gonna like this at all you're gonna hate it but if you like lychee or even think you might then you're gonna dig on this no it's just it it is really good and and like i said it's kind of hard to describe what it is because uh, the sweetness of the fruit is not overwhelming. It's not like a super sweet. Uh, like some of the, the big smoothies, that, you know, it's just like almost a sugar coma when you're right. done, right? This one, this one is just a nice sweetness. Very easy to drink. And so, uh, almost, the, it almost feels like breakfast. Problem. So this is where we found success. And thank you for pointing those things out. But this is where we found success is we found it in making a super tart beer, blending it with really sweet fruit, and then finding a really nice complementary balance in the middle. You know, and then, it would be and then good. putting it in cans because putting it in cans is like the whole new set of challenges. Just a little rum topper. 
would be that <laughs> <laughs> would not be bad. Not recommending that, but it's it's delicious. Uh, we do it at home quite often. So uh, if you if you want to, I mean, it's it's up to you. Well, I mean, with all the spirits, you know, people drink those straight. And people do a lot of different stuff with whiskeys and everything, and, and tequila, well, barrel of beer, and like and throwing some bourbon, you know, yeah, a little shot here, shot there, exactly. Get that yeah. heat up. It works out well, and so yeah, I can definitely see the rum or vodka being added to this because this this is like a. It's like a beer daiquiri. It's pretty it's, much it, what it is. It's, it's yeah. delicious, and like so many great beers, deliciously dangerous. We've, we've seen some people uh, throw these in the freezer, and I definitely do not recommend this. However, we've seen people do it, and they pour out, and it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And I bet you it's awesome. Uh, do not put your cans in the freezer, but uh, if you do, be super careful, like really careful. But the product is amazing. Maybe blend it, put it in the blender with some ice. That'd, it's a better idea. Just put it in a margarita machine. That would work, yeah. too. Yeah, if you have one of those, do that. That's way better than putting it in the <laughs> freezer. But <laughs> Add we, were, we were freaked out when we saw people put, put these in the freezer for the first time. And uh, they do it. It's all over the country. It's all over the world. They just People freeze cans, and that's not a good thing. But the outcome, if you do it right and you're safe about it, the outcome is amazing. It just, it's, a, it's, like, it's a very risky proposition. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... Hey. The whole, uh, this type of beer is kind of risky anyways in yeah. cans. Oh, yeah. Uh, you have oh, yeah. a lot. You're with, with dealing with all the fruit, dealing with the uh, uh, fermentation and everything else that still happens. Yeah, you want people to kind of keep them cool. Yeah, don't let them sit out in the sun or, or get warm in your car because it could kick off fermentation once again. I mean, all these things happen. We've been pretty good at managing that risk, I'll be honest with you. We, we found... Um, a few things we do to these beers to keep them kind of uh, as safe as possible. Um, I mean, still you want to keep, well, you want to keep all beer cold, if I'm being honest. You want to keep all your beer cold. It's best when kept cold. However, these are especially, it's especially important to keep these very cold. Uh, It's pretty rare we see them explode. Uh, It's pretty rare. It's pretty rare when we see them actually do anything uh, out out of what you've just seen here. This crawler is two weeks old. And it's it's pouring just fine. So, you know, the, the, well, I we, don't know. We, if, I don't know how well it's pouring because I'm out. Well, we, we take <laughs> we, we take a lot of steps. What's drinking well? I see that. We take a lot of steps to keep these uh, to keep these beers stable in the cans. Thank I know you, a sir. lot of breweries out there do the same thing. It's not easy, uh, but if it was easy, everyone would be doing it, right? Isn't that that common phrase? You know, I feel like I'm doing something healthy. It does. It yes. feels like I'm at like a Smoothie King. Yeah. And I'm just like, give me one of those. Give me another one of those. Yeah, this is great for dance class or whatever people do who go to Smoothie King. Uh-huh. And then the problem is, the problem is you think that and then you shotgun a 750 and you're like wasted. Because like I said, there is alcohol in this. This is still... Although it's super smooth and super thick, it's still stronger than most beers on the market. I mean, I believe you, but... <laughs> but no, it's, it's crazy, but people, people don't realize that, and it's, uh, it's, quite, it's quite nuts to think that going to your local grocery store and picking up a beer that's like 4.8%, this is like all the fruit you'd ever want in your life, and a lot more alcohol than that. This is a, a good way to wake up in the morning. Yeah, yeah but it's, just, a hard, it, it's a hard style, at least with this beer specifically. To kind of measure how, how do you pace yourself, because it tastes delicious, <laughs> right? But usually, like a beer has a little bit of a 
there's a resistance factor. Some your hairs take a little. You know, Eventually, a little, also your body's like, hey, hold on a second. Right, and here your body is like, oh no, give us more. Order a second one. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we, uh, we got stuff to do. Finish it. I, I feel like there's vitamins in this. You need a safety car out there to kind of like pace you to to to, to follow. It's a it's a safe place. Guide you through life. Mm. Guide you through beer drinking. Where was that? <laughs> Most of my life. <laughs> this is this is really good, and uh, I've had a lot of smoothie beers and things like that. And like I said, a lot of them come across really tart or really sweet. Yeah, this one is very balanced. Nice. Uh, so it's delicious. It, it, honestly, so so this is like two thirds of our production right now. So this is what we do. We we've. we've decided to specialize in fruited sours, smoothie beers, smoothie this, what, whatever you want to call it. We call them fruity sours. We're happy there um, because it, it is a sour base. We, we do actually sour this beer with a lactobacillus bacteria. We, we kettle sour and it's not a traditional method of souring, but it, 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 it is soured with bacteria. So it is actually a sour product. And then we blend it with all this amazing fruit at different stages through the process to come up with this product that we put, somehow put in cans and then sell all over the world. I think this we need to... This is like when heavy drinkers discover a vodka for the first time. <laughs> Maybe because, like... Well, I, I don't know what you want to call us right now, but uh, I think we <laughs> fill it up about here. Uh, the next break, we go to the bar and we try that rum theory out. <laughs> See what happens. Why don't we just uh, set this to the front and we'll just... Uh, hey John, uh, remember, we have a flight tomorrow in less than 12 hours. We can save that for later. There's three other cans, so... That is true. Now, with these beers, I have to say I would recommend... Um, there's a lot of residual goodness on that glass. I would recommend possibly like rinsing or maybe even replacing glassware before we go to another brand because otherwise you're going to taste... Lychee is such a strong flavor. We might have issues with like flavor carryover. So if you rinse the glass out with a beer we're about to drink, does that oh, work? Man, you're a genius, my friend. <laughs> I've done this a couple times. <laughs> Who is this guy? He's a genius. Tell you what, let's jump into another. Uh, you guys, let's, this, this is another heavy hitter. So this is a collaboration with a brewery in Avon, New York called Mortalis. Um, they're massively popular and extremely successful in the fruit game right now. Uh, this collab came out last week. Um, this guy is multi-berry cheesecake. So it's got some strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, boysenberries, blub. Anything that says berry on the end, it's in there. It's in there. And then cheesecake to balance that all out. Uh, no, there's no lactose in there. Or there's, no, there's nothing milk-based. It's all cheesecake. It's mic, all John. fruit. To the mic. Ooh. Bonds. So this is actually a kind of a, even the label on this is a collab. So we did this uh, label with a, with a buddy of ours uh, uh, called, his name is Seth. He was at uh, Hop Killers. He works at a brewery in Orlando called uh, Ellipsis. But he also does glassware and does all kinds of cool stuff. I don't want to drink this. The nose is fantastic. I just like looking at it in the glass. <clears throat> this is, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like you said, it's berries and cheesecake on the end. I forgot to mention there's coffee in there as well. So it's coffee cheesecake blended with all those berries. So that nose you're getting is probably a little bit of coffee, a little bit of cheesecake, a little bit of graham cracker, a little bit of vanilla, maybe some marshmallow, maybe some fruit. 
really this, depends. Label, this label is fantastic. It's like some sort of sheep bat shooting a rainbow out of its <laughs> b-hole. <laughs> or it's either, I don't know what's happening here, but I like it. So the cool thing is uh, the guys at Mortalis, that we, they, they did a, a sister beer to this, and we released it on the same day. And they did a, a darker berry, like blueberry, blackberry. I think it was blueberry, blackberry, raspberry uh, cheesecake. Oh, man. But that the cheesecake so there is, like, legit, I think. Yeah, to get that flavor, the, the berry is on the front and ends with that subtle sweetness from the cheesecake. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Oh, thank you. All right, let's take a break because, uh, I don't know, I think we need to listen to some music. <laughs> and blend this with some uh, vodka. Don't forget. Let's, let's And let's go get some rum from the bar. Oh, yeah, rum. rum. Yeah, that's right. Rum. Sorry, rum. <laughs> let's do that. All right, let's listen to some more Journey Agents. This is Drink of Ages radio show here on ESPN 97.5. We'll be right back. Right now. 
Oh, thank y'all. Turn it back over to the radio, boys. Platypus Brewing, brew with a Texan heart and Australian soul. Local brew craft beer, full restaurant, wine and cider, private event space located a stone's throw from downtown at 1902 Washington Avenue. What's your choice? Taco Tuesday, surf and turf steak night Wednesday, barbecue Thursday, smoked in house, fish and chips Friday, the best in town, covered patio and kids menu available, and up to 15 beers on tap including a range of cores and always new specialties from blondes, sours, IPAs, ambers and porters and stouts. Whatever your choice, we look forward to seeing you. Hey, book your next event at Platypus, platypusbrewing.com. QT Wellness, our friends down in Dickinson, is where you need to go if you're feeling sluggish, non-energetic, and non-motivated, not just when you're hungover. Get to know your numbers. As we get a little older, our hormone levels change, men and women. QT Wellness can help. Weight loss, hormone optimization, low testosterone, B12, Botox, and more. Stop in and tell them that you heard it on Drink of Ages and get a free B12 shot. QTWellness.com. Why not feel your best again? Have an event in mind and looking for a place that is fun and beer is involved? Host your next event at a brewery. At Spindletap, they have full venue rental and partial rental options that are perfect for company events, birthday parties, weddings, receptions, and more. Host a memorable event at a venue that offers a fun atmosphere and many amenities. Email info at spindletap.com or call 713-325-1477 to get more details. Hey, Houston. Megaton Brewery is hosting a series of Texas craft rodeo events throughout the month of May. Live music, craft beer, and food trucks every weekend, ending with a rodeo-themed market on Sunday, May 23rd, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Megaton is Kingwood's hometown brewery, located at 808 Russell Palmer Road. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date. See you at Vault 808. Hey, this is Blake Harris, the general manager of Rudyard's British Pub. Just want to invite you guys out to our Thursday night steak and pint night. It's $25 for a 16-ounce New York strip, party potatoes, Caesar salad, and a free pint. As well, starting at 7 o'clock, we've got $4 pints all night long. Right now, we're doing about 20 on draft, and in the near future, we will be increasing that number. So come check us out. We're at 2010 Wall Drive in Montrose. Hey, this is Shane with New Magnolia Brewing Company. We're a family-owned and operated brewery located at 1616 Bevis Street in the historic Houston Heights. Neighborhood brew pub serving up a high-rotation, high-variety of finely crafted beers, everything from an award-winning American Light Lager, IPA, Funky Sours, and European classics like our award-winning Father Bernard's Grudzinski, a 400-year-old Polish smoked wheat ale. Join us this Saturday, May 8th, from 12 to 7 for crawfish. We're also open Sunday from 12 to 7 for Mother's Day, so bring her on in and make her feel special. Ready to join the new Magnolia Bike and Run Club? Both launch weekly from the brewery. Check Instagram and Facebook for details. Tap room open seven days a week, plenty of parking, two very expansive outdoor seating areas, spacious, indoor, tap room, family, and dog-friendly. Cheers. We hope to see you soon.
This is Drink of Ages radio show here at House of Blues on ESPN Radio 97.5. Tom Painter, John Denman, DJ Mustache back there spinning some music. Marcus Wonderland, our guest from Bob Bob Brew House. Our music guest this week, the Journey Agents. If you've never jamming, man, this is the first time you ever heard them. Yeah, you're driving your car, you're listening to the show, and you're like, man, that music's bumping. Then look up the Journey Agents online, find all their music, go to their shows, you're going to have a good time. You might have, like, a baby nine months later. Absolutely. Might be a good time to pull over and smoke whatever it is you smoke and just zone out for a few hours. Just enjoy some Journey Agents. Exactly. What did I say? (laughs) That's what you said. I'm pretty sure it's what you said. (laughs) Marcus. Baba Brewhouse. Uh, you're five years into it. Five years. Five years, which is crazy because uh, we met shortly after you opened, and yeah. it doesn't. Well, first of all, time is irrelevant. None of it seems like it. It, it has been five years since I've known you, but well, the last year didn't count, so it was kind of a. It, it counted less or counted more. You know, however you want to put it. Yeah, I mean, we had a conversation during the break about the first time I was on Drink of Ages Radio at Drink of Ages Pub, and whoa, it was epic. It was it was a great show, you know. But I don't remember actually. I'm sure it was awesome. I I listened to it, and I'm not sure who who was on the show talking, but I don't remember actually (laughs) being there. Sounds like most of my shows. Uh, yeah, no, that was a fun night. <clears throat> Back in the pub days when we were doing the show, yeah, things things would get a little out of hand at times. And, you know, hey, we're starting at 8 o'clock. Well, you always, had, you always had the option to sleep in, like, your office slash closet slash uh, maintenance hub or whatever. Whatever it was. As yeah. long as the shark in the bathroom didn't eat you. The shark in the bathroom was there. <laughs> the, uh... Yeah, we should do a whole Drink of Ages special one day just on, because there are wild things that happened in that pub from yoga classes to John's got an idea about cereal and breakfast, breakfast beers, breakfast events. <laughs> no, we, we really don't want to do that shit. <laughs> the, the crazy things that went on at Drink of Ages, because I probably would not get another liquor license if that's the case. Fair enough. Fair enough. And there's probably... I and I don't know. I'm just gonna quit talking yeah. before I get myself in trouble. But Baba turning five is like, it wasn't so long ago that any brewery turning a number was like a thing. Yeah. And now it's like there's so many like when I was at Spindle Tap turning four a year ago, I was like, it's like whoa, look at that. That's kind of amazing. And then it's it's all these breweries are hit, achieving all these milestones, especially my, right now because past year has been. Uh, well, I mean, you know, hurdles abound. It's been a bit different. I, you know, <laughs> the thing for us, like hitting five years for us is quite, a, quite an achievement considering the first three years, like I was working full time, 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. in the city in like a normal desk job and then doing normal brewery job after work. So the first three years were a complete like, I don't know what you want to call it. It was messed up. It was 20-hour days, four, five, six days a week. It was insane. So really, like, we've really been at it full-time for two years. It's called kind of like a blur. 
is yeah, what a it blur. is. Big time blur. It was nasty, man. It was it was not even fun. Fun fun was not part of the equation. Fun was erased. It was divisible by fun. <laughs> divisible. Which is not good. Which makes it it's just null. It was just it's, it was not part of our life. So you, you quit your day job, you you started embracing just the Baba lifestyle, craft beer all the time. And then six months after that the world closes down. Yeah, and, the, and and then no. It, what is what is crazy is that we had to change our complete operating uh, atmosphere, business plan, like everything changed because we went from doing like primarily keg beer to how do we put everything we do in cans, including fruited beers, including uh, the rest of that like Kolsch we had in a 15 barrel tank, including like that beer you're twirling in your hands right now jam and jelly full of peanut butter and all kinds Ooh. of great goodness including all kinds of other things how do you get people to buy beer in a pandemic when they're not even supposed to leave their house you get creative that's what you do very creative especially yeah. when you're 40 miles from the city you get creative and you make crazy well, stuff people like are this. thirsty wherever they are right and also people had nothing else to do yeah i, I felt like when the I know for you can speak to, to like to you guys, but for us that when the when the shutdown first happened, those first two months, people were making very informed decisions because it was like leave your house. I'm gonna have you know I'm gonna go to Baba. I'm gonna go to No Label. I'm gonna go wherever. I'm gonna. There's nothing else to do, so you can you, you're you're picking where you're going, and like for us, I know taproom wise, it was like once we switched all the package and made that. Yeah. Everything was fine. It wasn't until kind of midway through the lockdown when half of places were open and then all the breweries were closed. Was it like, all right, okay, this isn't fair. Yeah, and, and you know, thank like so thankful to our customers. We've been able to basically double our production during during COVID time. So I, I, I don't know. I have zero answers for how this actually happened, but it did. And now it, now it just continues. The journey continues. Well, yeah, but now you have to make a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the journey has been great, right? Yeah. But now you got to figure out how, how to make more of this. This, this right here is something, man, it's so good. So this is a lot of berries, uh, dark, dark berries, blueberries, blackberries. Honestly, uh, I'll be straight with you. I have no idea what's in that beer because we do so many of these. I just lose track. Very reassuring. Dark berries and peanut butter. Let's just leave it at that and see what we think. It's on the label if we really want to know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I do get berries, peanut butter. I do get peanut butter. I do get alcohol. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of, definitely a lot of berries, but maybe, uh, I'm, I think I'm reaching for the peanut butter. Regardless, it is really good. So we learned a lot of these tricks from uh, uh, there's a brewer in, Cal in California who kind of inspired us to do peanut butter. Uh, so we did, a, we did a collab with them a year or so ago. They taught us a few tricks. Uh, the brewery's called King's Brewing Company, Rancho Cucamonga, uh, Southern California. And they gave us the lowdown on peanut butter beer. So this kind of like beer is sort of a homage to them because this is what they taught us to do. Now we put our own spin on it, of course, but... I'm sure that, like, I don't get a big peanut butter taste out of this beer, yeah. which is good, right? Yeah. Because who wants to drink a peanut butter beer? But 
whatever the peanut butter did to settle it down to make it as drinkable as it is. That is fantastic. Then it's pretty fantastic. You got to think about in the old days, like um, peanut butter and jelly together in one jar. Oh, I dream about that every night. Right? So this beer is kind of that. Yeah. Good label idea. <laughs> but, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> you just blew my mind, man. <laughs> but this is basically that. So this is like putting peanut butter and jelly into one, one container and making it whole. It's not perfect. It's not great jelly. It's not great peanut butter. But when you put them together, it's like add some bread and let's party. Whoa. I can dig it. I like it. It, it is a very, you know, the thing, the thing about these beers, uh, this style of beer, the Fruit of Sours, is that they're probably the most approachable beers for people that are like, oh, I don't like beer. Just try this and see, what you, see, if, see if you like it. Yeah, for sure. The customer base uh, in a fruited sour versus like a uh, West Coast IPA or a, I don't know, like a, like a Coors Banquet or a, some sort of Vienna Lager, it's night and day. There's a little bit of uh, uh, overlap, but it's, it's 5%. Well, um, <clears throat> what's going on at... Uh, at Baba Brew House, man, what, what, what's happening next? I mean, you guys just did your five-year anniversary. You're open on Saturday, Sundays. Just Saturdays. Just Saturdays. So normal hours are 12 to 8 on Saturdays, and we're just going to keep that going until Fridays open up. So we've got a, a pretty nice outdoor seating area going on now, and we've got a, we've got a bar out back now. So kind of thinking like, how do we transition that into Fridays as well as Saturdays? The problem is the brewery is so small. That during the week, people cannot be there while I'm like schlepping hoses and throwing hot water all over the place. It just—it's not a safe place for people to be. So, uh, the reason we're not open is because we just really can't be open during the week. So Saturdays are a great opportunity for people to come out and see what's going on. We do a can release every other weekend. Uh, purchases are online, or you can buy some across the bar. All the beers we put in cans are always on tap. Uh, last weekend, for example, we had 26 beers on tap. All ours. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot. So next weekend, we'll have 26 beers on tap again. And yeah. uh, pretty much every weekend, 26 beers on tap. It's a lot to kind of like keep contained and keep handle of, but it's what we do. Well, <clears throat> what's the next release that's coming up? Oh, good question. Uh, <laughs> uh, so our, we, we have a pattern. So our pattern is... Hazy IPA and two or three fruited, fruited sours. Um, coming up next is a collaboration with uh, a brewery called Sandbox out of Southern California. Nice. Uh, we do a fruited sour with them, and then we do a hazy IPA, and then we do another uh, fruited sour of our own. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'd be more straight with you if I could keep track of it all, but well. I swear it's a lot God, of beers. Like, we, 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 <laughs> we just do so many that I really I have trouble keeping track of them unless I write it down. Even that, it's confusing. So yeah, no, I get it, man. That's <laughs> a lot of beers you guys are putting out, and like, but not like a, a really small micro like nano brewery kind of situation. But I mean, you guys, you guys have a decent sized little brew house over there. Yep. But you're just pumping out a lot of beers. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, this is a we'll do a thousand barrels this year minimum. It's not a these 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 fruited beers are not a small project for us. It's not like we're doing one keg of each. It's uh, we're doing seven barrels of each of these beers, which 
in the grand scheme of things, is not a ton, but for our scale, it's uh, that's full capacity. So we're pumping out about 60 barrels a month in fruited beer, and it, it all sells. And it, we like thank our customers for that, like in massive amounts of thanks. Well, for those that know, they know, Baba Brew House is a great place to go drink some uh, good styles of beers. I mean, you guys make one of the best cultures in town. We've and got then, one on tap now. That's even it's uh, dry hopped, which is it's it's ooh, like yeah. it's like an, it's like almost like an Italian pilsner. It's uh, super smooth, really nice and refreshing. So you go for the easy drinkers, and then you you're coming up with the fruit of sours, the smoothies, and all those. So. If you've never been out there, check out Baba Brew House, man. It's not that far from Houston. And if you're able to get some of the cans, because they sell out pretty much every release that they do. Get it so you can trade it. Or get it so you can drink it, whichever. Trade to, drink to. It's a cryptocurrency. It's a beer (laughs) cryptocurrency. Yes. (laughs) Drink to, trade to. Get to, trade to, and hopefully you get something back in return. Yeah. So... That's right. Man, it's been fun, Marcus, man. Thanks for hanging out again. My pleasure, man. My pleasure, guys. It's been a pleasure. We still uh, have one can we have to drink after the show's over. That's for the fifth segment that we don't talk about. <laughs> oh, the, 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 the title of this segment. <laughs> yep. So, uh, now I want to appreciate everybody listening to tonight's show, hanging out here at House of Blues. And, Marcus, appreciate you guys. Baba Brew House, the Journey Agents. We're going to listen to some more of them. If you're here, if not, then, uh, man, you can listen to all the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewing Company by going to dreamages.com, SoundCloud, iTunes, all those places. Oi, 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 collaboration, Baba Brewhouse, Spinal Tap, Drink of Ages, Punks and Pints concert, June 26th. Can't wait. What else am I supposed to plug? Oh, yeah, subscribe <laughs> to our YouTube channel. Talk to everybody next week. Ha, 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 ha.